Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am one of the co-hosts of Talk Real Estate Roundtable. And I am joined live in studio with the one and only Tracy Grady. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, South Shore. Oh, love all of our fans listening. As my mother would say this morning, Tracy Grady of the Grady team, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> my mom texts me every Tuesday morning or like usually Tuesday afternoon and Saturday morning just to say radio question mark. And that's her asking, is the radio show live? Are you doing the radio show? Are you hosting with anybody else? What's happening? Who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? So uh, whenever I say, oh, Tracy Grady or Kristen Hallett, she's always like, yippee. <laughs> but today she was like, Tracy Grady of the Grady team? Tracy go, Grady yes. of the Grady team. The other half. The other the half. The better half is home. The better half is home. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. not feeling well, huh? No, not feeling mm. right. No, no, we'll into the weather these days. Yeah, I was not feeling well. Did I tell you I went to the doctors finally? No. Did, you, did I tell you that I was in pain? No. No. <laughs> I've been in pain since before Vegas, so everyone knows I went to Vegas in, what is it, May? June? June? May? May. 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 Beginning of May. Yeah, so I've been in pain ever since, whatever. But um, I guess I have uh, kidney stones. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I've never had that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was shocked. They put me on some medication, and I feel totally fine now. Oh. You're only supposed to take it for like five days. Oh. So. Do they just like go away? I think it like helps them move you know, along. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> move along. Get out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I've been like in so much pain. Oh. And... You know, I'll, I'm the first to admit, I'm 32 years old. I don't know who my primary care is. <laughs> I know the building. I know I could go there. I know I could call there. I did try calling. was on hold for like an hour, like especially right now with everything going on. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to go. I went to Convenient MD. Oh, yeah. Did in, you like in Pembroke? The big, the big one. The big one. Yeah, it's the big one. I had only gone there before, like during COVID, to get tested. Um, and but I went in there. I wasn't even there forty five minutes. I've it been was great. very impressed with yeah, um, yeah, healthcare. I've done the other one, urgent care. Yeah, as well. yeah. I've been there a couple times. Um, yeah, that's when waited. they told me, oh, you have the flu. That's when they told me, oh, you have strep and oh, whatever. I went there with poison ivy. Oh no, I was covered head to toe. I cleaned. I've out. never had poison ivy. I'm I've so never scared had of it though. Poison ivy, and this was the first time and. And I, my legs look like I had been whipped with poison ivy because no. I was just ripping it out, not knowing it was poison ivy at the time. So my arms, my legs, I had to go on 60 milligrams of prednisone to no. get rid of Oh, yeah. And wean it down. It was horrible. Anybody I, who has... I'll be honest. I don't understand milligrams. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, no. Okay, so like, a high I prednisone sometimes is like a 10. So when yeah. you're on 60, you're like... Uh, yeah, well, I remember, I know we're like not even talking about real estate, but I remember when my papa was alive, him and I were on the same medication for um, migraines, and he was on 20 milligrams, and I was on 120 milligrams, and he was a big guy, and, you know, at the time, I was a little girl. <laughs> like, like I was lot. littler than now, but, uh, yeah, it was probably like 10 years ago, 10, maybe 10 plus years ago, and... 
I remember being like, whoa, I feel like maybe I might be on too much. Like, what's happening here? Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So I don't understand medicine. I don't understand care. medicine. Shout out to urgent care. Shout very, out to urgent care. I find it very yeah easy the woman to use yeah and... the woman that I um, met with she was very kind and just understanding because I was like listen I, I I've been in pain for almost two months and I have not done anything about it like I'm, I'm I'll admit I'm that and she's like it's probably not the worst thing I've heard all day <laughs> I'm like okay thanks okay that makes me feel better I yeah, think no, super kind and stuff so and I wish I got her name but um, anyways why don't you uh, reintroduce yourself to all of our listeners who might be tuning in for the first time or need some sort of uh, revelation as to remember who you are and anything while I get a set up on Facebook okay you got it. So, my name is Tracy Grady. I actually live in the town of Hanover. My husband and I, Jim, are the Grady team here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Uh, We've been doing real estate together for the past eight years. Um, We love it. We love being here at Boston Connect. Um, You can reach me at 617-620-8484 or Jim at 617-842-4019. Hmm. So that's that you can get us. We'd like to buy some sellers. Yeah. How long have you been here? I think eight. I think in it's eight years. Yeah, because I've been yeah. here for seven. So that, and I think I started yeah, right started before, before. Just before yeah. you. Because I never, like, I didn't experience the whole, like, you all with Sharon's team and Sharon being like, Tracy, you need to be on your own. <laughs> yeah, like, I lasted on Sharon's good. team for, like, three days. And yeah, she so that me was off, before like, me. Are you kicking me off? Are you? Are you? Keep kicking, kicking me off? Your team? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like how we both did that. Are you? Kicking me yeah. off? <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm yeah, I didn't get to experience well. that, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I I hear the story and I laugh because yeah. I'm like, yeah, you are like I'm so good. Yeah, <laughs> like Sue you Bollinger. and Jim are like the, the dream team over there. Sue Bollinger was my mentor here when we first started, and I, she we we had a program that we had to go through. She's like, look, you're already through your first five sales. We need to rush this program. I gotta yeah. get you out. We need to rush this along because <laughs> you're, you're just too you're just good. And look at that. you. Like you're literally consistently one of our top producers. You and your husband Jim. Like it just you. We just love yeah, yeah. and we love what we do. You just, we love our just, buyers. We love our yeah. sellers. I think I like and they love you. Give. Yeah, we like we actually become, <laughs> usually become friends. Yeah, with our buyers and sellers from years ago that we still go to dinner with all the time. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, you sort of came up with this topic. I did because <laughs> so. we have had a few recently again where we have buyers. So Jim and I tend to do a lot of listings, but we have had our fair share of buyers this year. And it's been a really tough market for the buyers. Yeah. Um, You think? Well, We were just talking about this with my own personal journey here. Uh, Well, we got to go down that road, too, because that's a a good one, too. Yeah. Um, So we've been out with our buyers, and you kind of walk into these... Obviously, your buyer has a price point, and they want to look at, you know, a certain range. Let's just say uh, my buyers right now that I have that we love working with, um, Maggie and Matt, um, (laughs) are somewhere between 529 and 5, you know, 550, 560, 570. So you walk into these houses, and you walk through the door, and you're like, this is at 529. There's no way this house is yeah. going to go for 529. Yeah. You just know it's not. You walk in, it's in you know, it's in great condition, it's in a good location, and you're like, this is not a 529 house. This is a 550. So now my buyers are thinking, you know, well I want to offer a little over ask. I'm like, yeah, but you, now you need to over offer over what you think it's worth, which yeah. is not 529. So technically maybe we shouldn't even be looking at this house cuz it's going to go for 560, 570. You mm-hmm. just don't know. Yeah. So, you know, you can just tell as you walk through the door, you're like, there is no way this pottery barn house is going to go for 529. So, should have um, been a little high. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is, is that like, even not, it's not just this market. Like, you mm-hmm. never know what something is going to go no. for. Like, someone can come in and emotionally purchase a house, yep. and you just don't know. Or everyone is sort of on the same wavelength of being like, okay, this is the value of the house. This is what I'm going to offer. Yep. So, I mean, how many times as a listing agent you've gotten multiple offers where they're sort of all very similar? Yes. And then someone comes in and they're like, oh, Love and blows them, them all out of the water. And they're like, yeah. Or, or These were all very good offers, very offer. re- reasonable. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you might not even get to that point. You might just have to take the first one. You get the bully offers, which, you know, somebody's coming in. They're offering right out of the gate before you even have an open house. Right out of the gate, they're offering you over ask. 
And you're like, well, do we wait and go through the open house and hope that somebody comes along that's yeah. going to pay more or equal to what we already have on the table? Or do you just, you know, take kind of just take the money and run type situation? But it's so hard. I know how it feels because then I get phone calls from agents whose buyers were coming to yeah. the open house. And it's like, it's already under agreement. Why didn't you wait till I'm like, well, bird in the hand. Yeah. I don't want to risk my seller losing. You know, but I do feel bad for the buyers who were trying to get into these homes to see. Sometimes we don't even get a chance to get into the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. It's gone. Sorry. Sorry, gone. Soft Sorry, market. gone. Sorry, gone. Yeah. <laughs> and um, even like for me and my personal experience, like, and I've said this before on the show, I'm not looking at the top of my budget. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to be reasonable within my own mind because I know what my budget is monthly after the fact. And I'm constantly having the conversation with Jasmine about that and just being like, where should I be looking? Because, like, I don't want to be past this. And she'll tell me. Um, But with with that, it's like, I'm not looking, like, say my budget's 400,000, I'm not looking at... 389. 389. Yeah. 389 even 389 399. or 379. Like, I'm not even looking at that because I got beat out by over $50,000 from for this a house a couple months ago. And, and I'm like, because have. someone came in and blew everybody out of the water and just being like, my offer wasn't even in for a half hour. And the listing agent called me and was like, yeah, it, that's, it's, no, no it's going to no. go way over that. And I'm like, what? And when cash comes walking through the door, yeah. that just puts another whole spin on it. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Cash in hand. Cash in hand. Wave home inspection, which I do not yeah. encourage. I, I just wouldn't. No. Yeah. And I don't encourage my buyers to do it either. Um, but they have kind of almost come to the point now where it's like that's going to make the difference between getting a home and not getting a home. Yeah. So. I, I'm sorry. I just had to take my sneaker off because I have an itch at the bottom of my foot so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one shoe on right now. Um yeah, it, it's like I said, I'm not looking it's at the top of my thing. budget because I, I know that I need some cushion. Yeah. I need a little bit of cushion and because if I do... In that price range, yeah. you know you're going to need a little money in the bank to update. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's it's a good and bad thing that I'm sort of in the industry because a it's a bad thing because I don't want to overpay for something because right. I know yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> and yeah. B, I, the, I, it's a good thing because I can be like, okay, like, if I do go over and emotionally purchase something, it's, I know that it's going to be something that I love, and I'm like, I'm, I'll be okay with that. Yeah. Yep, as long as you love, and that's the other thing in what I say to our buyers, it's like, you need to tell me through your number how much you love this property, and how, you know, I don't think, you know. That's a good is, way to put it. This is my opinion on what I think you should pay for it, but if you are absolutely in love with this property, then, you know, you got to put your best foot forward and put, put all your, you know, all your ducks yeah. in a row, so to say. And, yeah, uh, you know, you got to go in full-hearted, and no, and no, and then also know if you don't get it, you made the best decision at that moment. That's that you're not going to leave there being like, I should have offered five yeah. grand more. I should, I should have, I should have. Yeah, you want to go in and say, I put my best foot forward. This was the most amount of money, and if I yeah. don't get it, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, you know, in in the whole grand scheme of things, is five thousand dollars a lot of money probably not compared to the uh, the price but if you're already going over what you're comfortable to then go over another 5000 yeah. I get that yeah um when I was putting in my offer for the Carver house that I got accepted I did do an escalation clause but I did an escalation clause because at the time the interest rate was really good and I money the difference safe. it was only like a $10,000 difference but it would yeah. have been like a $20 payment like every month so I was like oh well money yeah. was cheap then yeah money was I was like cheap. yeah sure I'll do an escalation yeah. clause $10,000 over yeah. and you know I ended up getting it and I didn't have to use the escalation clause which was good um we've but we've been using those a lot we've I've actually yeah. put those into our repertoire lately because it yeah. has helped us yeah a few t- well it helped us with one 
Yeah. That, you know, but, but, you know, the listing agent can also come back and say, no, we don't want it. Like, just, you know, we don't want escalation clause because we've gotten so many or we don't, you know, we just don't want to deal with them at all. So come come with your best foot forward. I feel like they were doing, everybody was doing them for the longest time. Yeah. And then they kind of went away. People stopped doing escalation clauses. And then I, you know, just recently kind of pulled that one, that little rabbit out of the yeah. hat again. And everybody seemed to be okay with us. Nobody yeah. said no. Yeah. Um, I know someone recently who said no, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they said no come back with your best offer <laughs> oh. hmm. yeah mm. no I'm okay with that no I'm good with the escalation clause because I don't want my buyer to overpay. yeah so and I don't want them competing with themselves so basically yeah. they're competing with themselves if you're telling me you just need for me to come forward with a number yeah well I don't know what your high number is so now I'm competing against myself yeah. as opposed to saying look I'll give you a full price offer or maybe even ten grand over, and then up a thousand dollars above any bona fide offer yeah. beyond. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it's it's a, that's a touchy one. Yeah, I can see what people get a little irritated. Yeah, I mean, I think as a buyer's agent, you like it, but as a listing agent, you don't. It's still guaranteed to get the most amount of money, top of my whatever the top of my budget. Yeah. Well, I think it also has to do with your like the what are the other terms of it. So if well, you're yeah. expecting the the property to appraise at something that you're you're willing to go fifty thousand dollars over asking, it might not appraise. Nope. And the listing agent can can come back and say, "You're the one." Like I told you what the market value was. market value Our is. Buyers Your buyers said. <clears throat> said that they they want to pay fifty thousand dollars over what the market is telling them. Right. It's up to you guys to come up with the difference here. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. That becomes a battle royale. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fun. <laughs> not no, a fun battle. Not, nope. Those are not my fun battles. Not a fun battle. So, okay. So, we're calling this show The Art of Accurate Home Pricing. So, like, the first segment that Julia has, she, like, literally whipped this up Julia. in, like, five minutes yesterday because well, she was she- like, um... Tracy so, Tracy uh, <laughs> finally got back to me and wanted to do that. And I was like... It's fine. We wing it. We, we wing it all the time, whatever. We really so. are off the cuff most of the time. Yeah. Anyway, we diverse into different conversations. Yeah. We can talk about anything from healthcare. <laughs> yeah, cars. from healthcare to <laughs> people being <laughs> sick. Yeah. Rest- oh, what kind of recipe you got today? Oh, what have we done this day? I did a blueberry cobbler this week, oh. and it was delicious. What made you do it a blueberry was, cobbler? I don't know. I just saw it came... TikTok is my new favorite. It's my new favorite recipe headquarters. Oh. The easiest <laughs> recipes, and you're like looking at these recipes. You're like, good God, that was so easy. I could just do that in like a heartbeat. I had blueberries in the house, so I did a blueberry cobbler with vanilla wow. ice cream, and it was delicious. Oh, did you try the um, blueberry cristata at Christina's? No, that was on special this week. Oh, I did not try that this week. Yeah, I wasn't really there this week that much. Oh. Tuesday was a holiday. Oh yeah, Wednesday was quiet. Mm. So I kind of yeah. After I left the crazy open house, I was at. In Marshfield. Oh. They needed a detail cop. Yeah, well, but someone hit you. know that. Somebody hit my car, hit my side view Not mirror. like they hit Britney Spears, but no, no. <laughs> someone hit yeah, your car. hit my car. Going by, I'm watching them on my rear view, and I'm off the side of the road waiting for my buyers to show up, and the kid clips my side view mirror and pops it in. Thank God it didn't fall off, because I have ripped that off before, and that costs a lot of money to put those back on. But, yeah. But it was the craziest open house I've been to in a while, it was, there had to have been 70 people at this open house. And I don't even know after that point. There were cars parked all over the place, willy-nilly, all yeah. over the place, on the left, on the right. Plus, the regular traffic is trying to get by. People were yelling at this poor man who was trying to help people out of the driveway. And this woman's driving by with her window down. You should have got a police detail to be here. And she's yelling at him. I'm like... He's, he's not the listing agent. He's just yeah. trying to help he's, people. He's a bystander. <laughs> he's just a bystander trying to help people. He's just like, what? Oh. I thought I was doing oh, a good I felt, job. I felt awful for the agent, yeah. too, because she was getting such grief from the people coming in. Like Did she hold all was. showings to the open house? Um, no. No, she was actually taking showings. Yeah, it was just... What was the price point? Five twenty nine. Mm. Five twenty nine. It's a really nice street. So, yep. But poor her, she was like, I had... I'm like, you wouldn't... How do you know? Sometimes sometimes nobody shows up. Sometimes five people show up. Yeah. In this case, that there were well over 50. Cars were parked at least a half a mile down the that road. That is wild. It was crazy. And that was yeah. during the week. During the week on a Wednesday afternoon at 4.30. 
That is wild. Yeah, I'm. Mean, she was like, she could just tell that she was like. Well, I wonder if people so were around. I mean, it's Marshfield, so I wonder if people were around for the holiday yep. weekend, yep. and they were still there on Wednesday. Yep, saw the listing and yeah. thought, oh, beach Marshfield. We should look at it. Maybe it's a beach house. Maybe yeah, it, yeah. So. I mean, I feel like Fourth of July weekend or like any like really beach memorial, memorial yeah, beach weekend is a good good time to put on those sort of houses because a people are around and they're like oh i could get used to this lifestyle yep. this living and that's just that's me probably that, yeah well, i agree, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Do, you, do you agree with me i do I agree. <laughs> nice i love when people agree with me life would be so much easier for everybody if they just that's agreed true. with me that's that is so true um yeah. So we're talking about uh, the art of accurate home pricing. So yeah. the first segment we have here, poor Julia, in, yeah. in five seconds, wrote, um, explain the role of market research, comparable sales, and professional appraisals in determining an accurate price. So do we want to take it from both as a listing agent and as a, as a buyer's agent? Yes. Yeah, that's, it's, and it's really hard yeah. to switch your How do you, Yeah. You, How do you come up with the price? You, well, and a lot of times, and lately sellers because they see what the market is doing and everybody says there's no inventory out there yeah so you obviously you do your comparable market analysis you try to find homes that are very similar to the house you're trying to list find common attributes that you know puts it on a busy road is it on a side street you know two car garage no car garage so you kind of come up with a price of what you think and then you know ultimately it's up to the seller to go to them and say, you know, this is where I think your house should be. And because everybody knows the inventory's low, yeah. they always want to try that higher number. So I feel like Jim and I, we tend to get the high, it's sometimes they're, they're on the high side. They're definitely not on the low side. Yeah. So we tend to go, you know, let's give it a sh. You don't want to, because I always feel the seller will feel like, we could have gotten more. Yeah. Yes. And now, so you go in at the higher number and you say, look, we tried. We're not getting any offers. We're not getting any showings. Now we need to reconsider. But it, that's a tough sell as well. Because yeah. now you're already on the market. You lost your first five days. Which yeah. everybody knows your first five days are your best five days. Yeah. Most people are going to look at it. And then it start, It doesn't get a negative connotation because you haven't seen it. But then you get a lower the price. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it. it's interesting that you said that because my mind frame would have been like as a seller, like... If I if I know sort of how the market has been going and people are getting over asking, like, it, trying out the lower end of your scale would be um, you, you'd most likely get over asking. Yes. Trying out the highest end of the scale, but you can't guarantee that you can't guarantee because like then. So we start out at the low. What if you start out at the lower? Yeah. End, and then you still, you know, you're, you're still, you know, you're still high. You're at the lower end of high and you yeah. don't get any offers. So now, so now they're already thinking in their head, like, okay, so we didn't get any offers at the lower number. Now we're way lower. Yeah. We should have gone higher and then come down. But yeah. And it's like, we don't have a crystal ball. You cannot yeah. tell. You can't tell. You can't tell. So, you can't tell. No. And, you know, we had home inspection, a couple of home inspections recently that, you know, it definitely threw the buyer off. So, you know, you're going in at this high number and then you don't want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. You go in at the higher number and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, we have an issue here. <laughs> yeah. We have an issue that needs to be dealt with. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about this on the show and everybody knows I am sort of in charge of the financials here at Boston Connect Real Estate. So I'm making all the deposits for our escrow account and there was... I don't know, maybe a month ago or two months ago, where I was just doing release after release after release because it was buyer's remorse. Yep. It, they were going way over. They were offering everything that they possibly could or <clears throat> they were um, doing a home inspection and then nitpicking everything and the seller was just like, well, no, oh. I got 10 other offers. Like, bye, I'm going to the next one. Yeah. Like, yeah. and they did. And they go to the next one. And they go to the next one. Like, yeah. even if it's like, oh, the doorknob is loose. Oh, well, there, you know, bye. bye. <laughs> go to the next one. one. I'm not doing anything, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you kind of say that, you know, going in, like, well, they are accepting a lower offer, so, you know, buyer information only for your home inspection because more than likely, you know, unless it's a major system problem, 
You yeah. Know, that's kind of, and that's how I go in with my buyers too, though. Like, we do not go in nitpicking. Mm. We do not go in and say, yeah, oh, me neither. There are five woodpecker holes in the shingles on the left yeah. side of the house. Okay, well, woodpeckers yeah. live outside. I don't know what you So, what do you want us to do? We put an owl up on ours. Yeah. Put an owl up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you, that owl does not work. Because do you have an owl at your pool? We have an owl. No, we don't have an owl at the pool. It's on the side of the house where uh, the woodpecker likes to go. But he comes back. I can stick my head out the window and that woodpecker will stare right back at me, right, like hanging off the side of my house. I'm like, get off my house. Right? <laughs> get I'm off like, my house. out the screen window. Get, get off, off my house. And there's the owl there turning its head, like moving. It's got like a little movement to it so the wind blows the house. Oh, yeah. That bird is not afraid of that Yeah, owl. the bird is like... That is not, not a real, real owl. owl. No, not a real owl. I wonder if they have like smells to them. Yeah, I, like they could smell them. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I, uh, yeah, Sharon and Mark have owls at their pool because of the birds. Um, but Mary and Sam don't have any owls at their pool. No, I was on the side. I don't no. think we have any problems. We haven't had pool. really any, thank God. No, we have like one of those either. frogger things. Oh. You know, like because we get a lot of chipmunks. Yeah. Um, so the frogger helped them out of the pool? Yeah. Yeah. So they can get them out of the pool. Okay. It was before that. We got frogs. We was, have a couple of frogs. It was a graveyard back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a we have like one of those frogger things. It was like the quarries. Yeah, the quarries in Quincy. Yeah. Oh, poor poor Holly, because Holly's the one who like skims the pool. She enjoys doing that, and she'd just be like, "Well, I got another chipmunk today." <laughs> We're like, "No, not a chipmunk." I got in the pool the other night. We went we went in for a, a swim late, and I went to grab a leave. It was a frog. Oh, it was a frog. I you grabbed jumped. a. Frog. Tracy, move a little closer to your mic, please. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? (laughs) That's better. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, frog in my pool. I grabbed it with my hand. I screamed like a girl, like a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, frogs. That's all we've had. We haven't had any chipmunks yet. Yeah. Do you have a frogger thing? No, I don't have the frog. Oh, you got to get them out. Because or else you'll be picking them up with your hands again. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, okay. Go back to how you come up with. Accurate pricing. Okay, so do you want to do it from a listing agent or a buyer's agent perspective? Well, then from the... It's so hard to say because you have two different hats on and you look at a house completely different from your seller's point of view from your buyer's point of view. Yeah. And, I mean, with the buyers, you know, you're trying to take them into price points that, you know, that they can handle. That's not going to kill them as far as what their payment is going to be, as you know. Um, So we try to go in realistically. But, again, now you walk through the door and you're in your price point. And you walk in and you're like, okay, there's 20 other people here. Yeah. It's a beautiful home. This is not going to go for the price that it's on. And you just know when you walk yeah. in the door. I mean, there are some times you walk in and you're like, oh, yeah, this could be a little, this could be accurate. Yeah. But yeah, well, I did see um, a property this week and it had come back on the market. I had a conversation with the listing agent before to see why it did come back on the market. Cold feet, buyer, first guy, buyer got cold feet, first time home buyer. Uh, so I get it. But, um, I was walking through it and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Great location, great privacy, like very maintained, a lot of new updates. But I was like, huh, this the price? I was like, hmm. Yeah. You, you, and you instantly walk through the door like, I was like, this is not priced right. Like, what? This. <laughs> and then I talked to Jasmine and she told me what my monthly payment would be. And I go, uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 I, I should say this was a condo that you looked at. Yeah, it was a condo. condo. So with the fees, it was just way out of what I'm comfortable paying just myself. So I was like, uh, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm not looking for the Taj Mahal, but I'm also not looking, I have not been looking at condos because I really don't want a condo. So I really only looked at it because there was literally nothing else and I haven't been looking at anything for weeks. So I looked again, at it and I was no like, inventory. oh yeah, this, I, I, I actually did like it. Um, and I was like, wait a minute. Once I found out the monthly, I was like, uh-uh, no, like, I don't like it that much. Yeah, well, your Absolutely fees, not. Your fees have to be worked into your monthly mortgage payment because you have to make that, yeah. you know, the HOA fee every month. And if they're, some of them are, climbing up there there's a few out there right yeah. now that are pushing six and seven hundred well, especially if there's assessments because you know they are you know maintaining the whole complex and they are updating those things yeah. and which is great however it's not just the expense of like one unit like you would for a single family it's the expense of an entire development Correct. so yeah. 
So you have common roofs, common outdoor yeah. areas. When patios need to be done, almost all the patios need to be yeah, done. Everything, yeah, everything. Yeah, because everything needs to look the same or look similar yeah. or whatever. So, you know, if one's getting done, they're all getting done. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I saw that number and I was like, oh no. Like, and they no. rarely go down after they go up. Yeah. Rarely I'm do like, they go down. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, we did miss our 1030 mark. <laughs> Tim yep. knows that, you know, we just blow right through that yep. 1030 uh, yep. commercial. So we're, we're going to skip the commercial tonight or today. Oh my God. I always think that it's night. night time. But it's, the, it's the morning time. Day. Um, but we do have Tim in studio. So give us a call. 781-837-4900. If you want to contribute to our conversation or you just want to say hi. Just call in and say We've hi. We've had a lot of callers recently. <laughs> Which is fun. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. We've had a lot of callers. I think one night we had like three. Kristen and I did a show. Was it Kristen? Yeah. Kristen and I did a show. There was like three callers. Yes, last Saturday we had some callers. Right, Tim? Hello? Tim's not even there. Tim's like, oh, Wait, they hello. Blew. No, I'm here. Hello, I'm present. Yep. <laughs> I thought you were like, Did you oh, say my blew. name? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were oh. like, oh, she blew through the 1030 no, no. mark, so I'm walking away. Uh, no, I was just asking. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you, you want to do the break now? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. We'll do a little break. Right. Um, so, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Give Tim a call, 781-837-4900. We will be right back. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right size home for you right now. Are the walls echoing because your house is feeling a little less full? Are you realizing that you have more space than you actually need? Are your storage areas filled with everybody else's cherished memories? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Is your current living space too small? Are you looking for more room to grow? Do you find yourself making continuous home improvements to fit your current lifestyle needs? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. I don't know why. Jeez, come on. The problem is is that we take our head. Where is Sharon? Where is Sharon today? Hey, we're fine. Sharon. Nope, Sharon, nope. you got to calm down. She's at a wedding. No. Oh, She's right. at a wedding. She's okay. out of state. Right. That's allowed. Okay. I feel like everyone would just rather listen to our private conversation. <laughs> we find them fascinating. We find we them fascinating. We're, funny. we're talking about Levitate, which is happening the this Levitate week. The Levitate Festival yeah. this Le- weekend in Marshfield. Yeah. I've yeah. never been. Somebody actually asked me that at Christina's last weekend, the Caspers, oh, yeah. um, had asked me if I have ever been to Levitate. And I said, no, I've never been to the festival, but I've been to the Rexicana place, which oh, yeah. I think is cool. Cantina. Yeah. Have you been there? I have not been there yet. Oh, the I feel like you'd like it. I think I would like it. Yeah, yeah I need it's to pretty cool. It. Like they, you know, they play live music and this, um, this band that I'm talking that I'm going yeah. to see tomorrow. My daughter Taylor is home from Nashville, and she works in the music industry, so she obviously gets some tickets to shows. So she has tickets, and I'm going to get a backstage pass to get to see one of Jim and I's clients yeah. that's playing tomorrow at one o'clock. That's so cool. So, co-pilot, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a great yeah. yeah. Adorable, great band. So excited. So Taylor got me a backstage pass. Well, Has Taylor ever them. seen them? No. No. No, I've shared their music. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Seen them, so. Do you think Taylor will get up there and sing? No. Probably no? not. No. But no. how cool is that? But Taylor knows how to sing. I know. She can sing. But no, probably not. Oh. Knowing Taylor. We yeah. should. We should get her yeah. up there. She's going to. And by we, I mean you because I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a ticket. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I've never been to the um, Levitate, but I've been to the Rexicana. I think you'd 
find it cool. Yeah, you know? we I've been meaning to try it, and yeah. then I just we just never think of it. Like, yeah, we they have go. like snack bites and stuff, and they have like a bar outside. I've had um, they have like a fixed menu, but of course I'm like, can you make a different margarita? Because I'm very particular <laughs> about my margaritas, oh, and yes. they make it. Yeah, awesome. I think I got like a strawberry or raspberry margarita or something. Whatever, it was so good. I wanted a couple more, but it's I was a great like, location. this is a work event. I can't, I can't be getting <laughs> crazy. Can't be getting can't be getting slammered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so back to, uh, okay, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. <laughs> I keep forgetting, like, we're doing a show oh, yeah. here. Um, again, the number to the studio is 781-837-4900 if you want to join in our discussion, if you have any questions, if you just want to talk to us and say hi. It is a beautiful day out, um, so hopefully somebody's listening to us. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, okay, so what were we what talking else? about? We're talking about pricing and then bidding wars. Yeah. Personally, not a fan of the bidding war. I know everybody and we don't we don't Are people fans of bidding wars? I don't I think well who, I think who sellers, would be a fan? Yeah. sellers a seller are fan would be a fan. Of bidding war. They want to hear that their house yeah. is in demand. There is no inventory on the market. I want to get a bidding war. Yeah, just so you house. know, like any house would be in, in demand right now. So like because just put it on the market. Exactly. <laughs> I say that to people all the time. I'm like, well, if you wanna if you wanna get the most money for your house, now is the time to put your house on the market because inventory is still low and nice houses are hard to come by. So um and, but the other problem is, and then you go to your seller, you try to set expectations to be, you cannot count on getting a bidding war. You can't because, you know, you see your house in a different light and you see yeah. as your house is your house. You've lived there for 30 years. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, you've taken care of it. You've maintained it. it this is your pride and joy is your home. Yeah. And it's really hard to go in and tell somebody that you, the price that you have in your head is not the price where you need to be. And we try to do it so that you, you know, we try to price accurately so when somebody walks in the house you should be look let's just use 799 the house should look like a $799,000 yeah. home yeah and if that's the case then yes you will probably get a bidding war but you have to be realistic to what the numbers yeah. are and what has sold in the past six months yeah so uh, interesting that you say that because the condo that I did look at this week um, the seller works from home um, so I made my um, appointment for um, after five o'clock just to be you know, courteous of them working. And um, the agent did let me know. She was like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know that the seller reached out to me and said, like, it's not in tip-top shape. Like, it's sort of messy. I mean, they, like, it's sort of messy. Like, just please, like, and I'm like, she said to her, it's an agent looking for herself. I'm sure she's seen worse. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I got there and I was like, this is probably cleaner than what I would have it as. <laughs> so. I love those buyers. You come in yeah. and the, there's still like track marks on the ground from yeah. the vacuum that yeah. they just vacuumed. Yeah. I had one recently. I, um, I want to be like, this. Is, it wouldn't look like this if I lived here. <laughs> it was neat as if every time we walked in there, I'm like, oh my God, this poor woman, how is she keeping it up? This like It, yeah. was, it was meticulously kept. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, so getting back to that is like, Yes, you, you, it needs to be shown, but also, like, there are people who are going to respect the fact that people still live there, yeah. <laughs> you know? And you tell, and you, I tell myself, somebody told me this way back when I first started, I don't expect you to live like this. Yeah. Like, everybody has things in their house, there's, you know, there's a jacket out, there's a dog leash out of the way, or yeah. on the counter. I mean, we don't expect you to, to live like that. Yeah. But while you're showing your home, and while you're trying to sell it, you want to put the best possible light on it, yeah. so, you know, you really do have to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Well, speaking of lights, they the seller put uh, when I got there, all the lights were on, oh, all the like the, the all the closet doors were open. Like so, they they knew, they knew the they drill. knew what to do. They yep. knew the drill, they everything. Had the drill down. And I, you know, me being me, like I shut all the lights off when I left because, like, I don't. I don't it's like a thing in it's my head. It's a thing in my head. Yeah. Especially like with open houses, I'm like, oh my gosh, did I leave a closet light on? Oh my gosh. Like- I went back two weeks ago. I left the house. I had shown a house in Hanover. I was on my way back and I thought to myself, dang, I don't know whether I locked that back door yeah. after we went out the back yeah. door. Did we relock it? Yeah. I went back to the house to make sure that. Well, we when I used it. to do open houses over at Copperwood, um, you know, sometimes I'd be there both Saturday and Sunday or you know, every weekend or whatever. And 
I remember, like, it's new construction. Like, nobody's living there. And I would, I remember being like, oh my gosh, did I lock the back slider door in the basement? And I would go back. I would drive all the way back. Yep. I would, but I'm crazy anyways. I mean, everybody knows that. I'm crazy. But I literally, I'll make sure that every door is locked, every window is locked, every, well, everything. We had that experience down the Cape recently where we had that house in Sandwich. Oh, yeah. And we had it under agreement. Yeah. And when somebody had broken into the house, cut the copper pipe out of the house, yeah. and flooded the basement. Yeah. We were like days away from closing. And that's... So you do kind of have to be cognizant of the fact that the doors do need to be locked because people will yeah. go in and try to take stuff out, especially copper. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. Well, speaking of people who think I'm crazy, Mary and Sam, I mean, everyone knows I live with them right now while I'm trying to find a house. I'm nuts. Like, they'll lock the door, put the alarm on, everything, and they'll start to walk away, and they'll see me come out, and they're like, Melissa, everything's locked. And now they don't even say it because they're like, I, they know that I'm going to check anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the slider isn't. And I and I <laughs> put that down. Or sometimes. sometimes the deadbolt is locked, but not the handle. <laughs> and I yeah. say, oh, yeah, look, we would have all been robbed if I didn't do robbed. that. The copper would be gone out of our house. We'd be. But I do it so. Like I do it every night. I do it so often that Zoe sometimes will walk with me <laughs> and just be like, mm. Let's check it out. Now we got the front door. We got the slide. And we got the back make door. Make sure everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure everybody is accounted for. Oh, <laughs> all the mother, doors are yeah. locked. That was that was an adventure. That one. Oh my mm. god. Four feet of water in the basement. Yeah. Halfway up the. St- it was just a disaster. That's like something out of Home Alone. Yeah. The wet bandits. The, the wet bandits. The wet. Yeah. Bandits. Oh, that was a yeah. That mm. was a project. That one. Um. Yeah. So everyone, lock your doors. <laughs> lock your doors. We don't live in a yeah. society anymore where you can just like leave your doors open and uh, go on vacation for a week. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. Every no, time someone tells me like, oh, media, telling people every time. Away yeah. Every week. time I'm like, oh, like stopping by someone's house or whatever, and they're not home, and they're just like, oh, the doors open, just like, and I'm like, oh, what? Ooh, what? 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 Don't leave your doors open. You, but you're at work. Why is your door open? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean your door's unlocked? Yeah, we can be a little like that. We're, no. Yeah, in our little tight neighborhood, everybody kind of has um, no, access. No, 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 So you can always let the dog out if we get, you know, held up or something. Or put a code on your door. We have a code. Put a, a, a lockbox. Put a lockbox somewhere. <laughs> You're a realtor. Put a lockbox. <laughs> kind of true. I didn't really think about that, but yeah. yeah I guess put a lockbox lock somewhere. Yeah. We all have, key. yeah, we not good. Yeah, at that. that was like at our house because um, well, one time I got locked out. This is before I moved in or whatever, but uh, I was looking in all of the obvious places, so like in the grill and everything, <laughs> looking for the key because I'm outside locked out with Dexter, Mary and Sam are away at a wedding, Holly was away at a wedding, and I'm like, how do I get back into this place? Like, I'm like, do I break the window? I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you not have a key anywhere? Maybe and then Fort Knox. And then afterwards, after it was all said and done, I was in the house. I'm like. There's three realtors here. How do you not have a lockbox? How do you not have a key somewhere? So now we have a lockbox somewhere it on the house. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, there's three realtors that live here. No one should be locked out. We know how to get into houses. We can get into houses. <laughs> Why is there not a lockbox on this house? It really makes sense. <laughs> so now there is. <laughs> you have to do that. Yeah. Totally bad, not a bad idea. Come on. Come yeah. on. Give, give your closest pals the, the, the code. <laughs> Teach them all. How, we'll do a class. Teach everybody how to get into a lockbox. Because the lockbox that I experienced oh. this week was like, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Was I put a in, I put in the combination, but there was like no like lever thing, and I was like, okay, well, it does it, does the open. genie just come out? Like, what's happening here? Yeah, the whole thing has to come off. One so of now my there's a whole fears. new. Yeah. One of my biggest fears. And then I just is like the took it, and I was like, huh? oh yeah. Still is one from when I first sometimes started. I videotape myself. Um, <gasps> making sure that it's locked. Yep. Oh, that's a not that's not a bad idea. I, it's still to this day. I remember showing like my first couple of homes, and I would have to. Um, I, I'd have all the codes written in my phone in my notes section of my of yeah. my phone, and I would have the code. And every time that box opens, I a sigh of relief comes out of my mouth, like because I've had a couple that are like a combination letter thing. Yeah. Where you got to do it like a school locker. Yeah. So you got to go forward. Ours is letters. Then yeah. Past and go back and then go forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Code. Yeah. Well, that's how I. So I have um I have a PO box in Bryanville, and that's what you had combination letters. Oh. So that's like so I can remember like I know how to do those if yep. I come across them in the wild. Yeah. Um, but this one points. was new. I was like, wait a minute, like the whole entire thing comes off because I pun- I did the code thing and I was like, wait a minute, 
like there was no like lever that you usually yeah. have like next yeah. to the combination. And I was like, how does this? How work? do I get in? It just opened, Hello? right? And then just, the whole and then I had to grab the whole thing and pull it pull off. It, yeah. And I was like, very strange. That's that's. I have to do a whole recently. new class. Yeah, lock boxes. Anyways, a that was a class. that was a rant about lock boxes. <laughs> but they are kind of nice. Like we had a, a client recently that bought a house and they're redoing as a family. They're redoing it. Yeah. So Jim said we should get them a lock box as a gift mm. to put on the door because they're all going to be coming and going at yeah. different times and contractors are going to be there. That's a great idea. I said that's a really great idea. Yeah, yeah. lockbox for the house. Yeah, yeah. Because so um, everybody has access whenever they have time. To yeah. be there to do something. The other option is like we have at the office is we have the combination code yeah. right on the door. So like we don't use keys. We have our combination and then we have an alarm system. Yeah. Which so, works great. Yeah. Works for me. I, I like it. I like to you drop in every once in a while and be like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> the alarm went off. Um, but yeah. Okay. So that moving on from that. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on from that. Um, So, uh, do we have anything else that we want to say about pricing? Unleashing the bidding war? Like, uh, yeah. Listen to your agent. Really, as a seller, I think it's important to take your agents. This is what they do. They're going to go back. They're going to look at six months' worth of comps. They're going to find a house that is similar to yours or has similar attributes to yours or location-wise, size-wise. I mean, it really is a colonial for a colonial, a cape for a cape because they're two completely different types of houses. So, and, you know, we're using the high-end, you know, it's not a lot of inventory out there, so a lot of houses have gone over ask. So I think it's important that you just, you know, take into consideration there is a method here that works. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple open houses to um, sort of talk about, but I want to give you a couple minutes to sort of, do you have any buyers that are looking for anything? Do you have anything coming on in the market soon? Anything that you want to get out there to our listeners before we switch gears? We have buyers who are looking in and pretty much anywhere here on the South Shore, something in the 550 range, preferably two baths, three bedrooms. And that's a real tough one to come yeah. by because everybody's looking for everybody's that. Looking I for always that. feel like when you put that Everybody like everybody's looking for um, everybody's looking for something in that price range. Yeah. We still have two absolutely beautiful new construction homes. Um, one is located and they are up and they are framed in and the roughs are getting started yeah. on Ferry Street, 719 Ferry Street in Marshfield. Beautiful home, four bedrooms, two and a half baths, great landscaping. Yeah. Um, it's got stone walls. A whole house generator, all hardwood floors throughout. It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful home. Someone just called um, the other day. I gave you your phone number. Yeah. Um, we for, talked to yeah. her. Yep. Talk we to, talked to her. Yep. yep. We talked to her. Um, um, beautiful. Yeah, it's great. just spectacular. Yeah. It's like, like a modern farmhouse. It has the blackout windows. Mm-hmm. It has the white siding. It has a really nice front Is that porch. the one that I passed? It wasn't up yet, but is that the one that I passed when I was going to your open house in Hummerock? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. well, I remember coming now. around the bed and being like, oh, there's a Boston Connect sign. I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's I a think house. that's, am I on Ferry Street? This is. <laughs> Where am I? This is the Grady team's house. This is the Grady team. Um, yeah, beautiful home, really. And now it's really come along, so you can really take a yeah. ride by, take a look at it. If you're interested in sitting down with the builder, he would love to sit and chat with you. It's K&G Development, Bob Goslin, wonderful builder, yeah. hundreds of homes on the South Shore. He's just that good. Yeah. I, yeah. He's just yeah. good. You've been working with him for a while. Yes. And we also have another one in Hanson on Roller Coaster Road. Who doesn't want to live on Ooh. Roller Coaster Road? Ooh. Everyone puts their hands up. <laughs> Roller Coaster Road. A, a really beautiful home. That one is also framed. All, it's it's yeah. coming along really quickly You're now. the new construction queen. Oh, we try. <laughs> We're trying. Um, both houses are lovely. 120 Roller Coaster Road. It's a very quiet side street. I know that you get to down the road and it becomes like a little gravel, but it's very quiet down mm-hmm. there and it's a great location for people with kids. Um, yeah, 120 Roller Coaster Road, same thing, same builder, K&G Development. If you're interested, we can sit down, chat about it. It's no commitment. We'd love to talk you through it, walk you through it. Still plenty to be picked out on both of those listings. Um, you know, countertops, floor colors, cabinets, still plenty. So plenty of time to, to get in the game. So yeah, check them out. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. Really cool. Um, <clears throat> Sue Bollinger, I saw her um, this morning. She was getting her balloons. She's a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She has a new listing. It is, where are my glasses? Square, right? On my face. Uh, 535. Um, it is two, uh, 24 Barker Square in Pembroke. It's on for 535. Um, she's doing an open house today from 10 to 12. Is she doing one tomorrow? Yes. 
Place from 12 to 2. So again, it's 24 Barker Square, Unit 24 in Pembroke. Those are pretty um, units. Yeah, they, they, well, this looks nice. Yeah. It's on for 535. Again, she's doing an open house today, 10 to 12 tomorrow, 12 to 2. I am hosting an open house tomorrow. Um, I am hope, hoping, um, it's 25 Ledgewood Drive in Duxbury. It's on for 1.1. 1. 1. Um, I've it's a beautiful seen, home. Yeah, it is a beautiful home. It's a great location. It's a beautiful home. It's in a cul-de-sac. Um, I'm doing the open house there 10 to 12 tomorrow, so Sunday. Um, again, it is 25 Ledgewood Drive in Duxbury. Just come on in. Like, come in and it, check it out. Yeah, yeah, come in and check it out. It's, it's just it's very nicely done in the inside. Um, it's got great views yeah. um, of the water. It, it just It's just great. I, nice. I like it. Um, yeah, so. it's, a, it's a lovely home. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love the pictures. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, maybe you should come and visit me before maybe, Levitate tomorrow. Maybe visit you before, <laughs> before Levitate tomorrow. Yeah, before Levitate. Um, again, I'm there from 10 to 12 tomorrow, 25 Ledgewood Drive. Um, Cochise Estates, again, every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. Um, they also do commuter open houses there um, in West Bridgewater from 5 to 7 every Wednesday. Um, you can find all of that information in and the contact information for all the listening agents on bostonconnect.com, 781-826-8000. Any final thoughts before we do our little outro here? What's going on? Let's, let's, do you want to keep it real estate or are we going to talk about it? It doesn't matter. You can talk talk about about healthcare. You can, oh yeah, your movie. Oh yeah, this is the whole, this is the whole reason why we're doing this show. (laughs) And now you're just bringing it up in the last three minutes? I know, sorry, I'm going to get to the end of this one. Airport the movie. Okay. I've never seen it. Oh my goodness, hilarious after you watch Airplane, the parody of the movie. So the airport movie was done in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And then there's Airport 75 and then there's Airport 77, which okay. I watched all three of them. Okay. And then you can see where the writers for the airplane movie, the funny airplane movie with the autopilot whose name is Otto. And oh. To, oh, you haven't seen Airplane? No. <gasps> oh my goodness. I just said that. I said it to I you three times today. Be, I can't believe that you have not seen the airplane movie. I can understand the airport movie. I've never movie. seen Airport or Airplane. Do yourselves a favor. Watch the airport movie. It is hilarious, especially if you enjoy the airplane movie. You can see where they got every single thing. I was laughing hysterically at the airport movie. Yeah. And that's a serious, it's like a serious. Like, oh, really? Oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's a serious movie. It's a I'm disaster laughing. movie where, you know, they're flying to Rome and somebody has a bomb on the plane. And, and oh then, gosh. but it was, but I'm telling you, it's probably one of the funniest things I ever, after watching airport. 75, 77, we rewatched Airplane, and I was hilarious. It was hysterical. It was so funny. So do yourself a favor. There's three movies you can watch. Yeah. Because it is, yeah. You can see where the writers of Airplane got all of their comedy. Oh, yeah. Which was not comedy at the time. It was a serious well, Is it like those movies that are like, oh, my gosh, the um, It's kind of like night, the Inferno the, or yeah. the Earthquake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're like disaster movies. Oh, yeah. oh, they're okay. Like, they're like kind of chintzy disaster movies. This is our outro music. Um, Tracy, give your contact information one more time to our listeners so they can get in touch with you. Tracy Grady with the Grady team, uh, 617-620-8484, or you can get in touch with Jim at 617-842-4019. We would love to talk to you about selling, buying, either. Happy to help. Yes. Again, you can go to bossingconnect.com, find all of our contact information there. You can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com to listen to any of our past shows or just type in Talk Real Estate Roundtable into your podcast app. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks so much, Tim, for joining us. Thank you, Tim. Oh, you're and, uh, welcome. We're going to miss you next weekend. I know. You're in good hands, though. NASCAR. Yeah. Yes. Exciting. <laughs> Turning left. <laughs> and don't crash. <laughs> don't crash. That's my car. <laughs> Sounds like a cat. Jeez. I know. I know. I'm more into cats than, than cars. Like I said, I don't All know right. about Very cars. good. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks Bye. so much for listening. Thank you. To live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of W-A-T-T-F-M this. W-A-T-T-F-M Marshfield. WBMS Brockton.